Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Tawanda's Live Request. I'm here, Tawanda, and we have my co-host, Nick. What up, Nick? What's up, man? All right, we got a special guest, Hasmeen Garza, right? What's up? Yes, I, right. I, said, I, said, I said it right? Yeah, we did it. Oh, man. yeah. That's, that was, I focused so hard on that. All right, enjoy the episode. Like, sometimes I'm like, yo, it'd be cool to die. Like, like I assume I get in a helicopter for like because they, they've been advertising to me on my instagram and i was like what if i died i'm like i died on a helicopter oh fuck that no that's no, no that's i don't, I don't want a moment of terror before i die you i know? think you're gonna you think you have a moment of terror regardless nah, not if you're die of old age i think you're, 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 you're still you're still about you're still about to die surrounded yeah, by your loved ones that sounds hard that, that to me sounds horrifying because now it's just like damn like i gotta watch all the people I gotta say bye to people I love for the last time. I gotta see them all try not to be sad, but they're all devastated. And they're gonna cry so much when this is over. Mm. I used to work at yeah, when I worked at Hinge, I used to have to delete dead people's profiles, which was fucking Oh shit. Yeah. But some people would die like really like <laughs> this is this is fucked up, but hot people would die like really hot deaths. <laughs> <laughs> Like one dude was What's just like, a hot dude, death. Like one dude was just like as this one dude's profile. Like he was like out shirt off, abs, sitting next to a motor sitting next to a motorcycle. He died in a motorcycle crash. Okay, yeah. So I was like, he just yeah, it was it was, it was yeah. pretty hot. I was like, oh shit, why the hell? Yeah. No shirt on. Yeah. yeah. It's like, babe yeah, on the back. Yeah, that's how you imagine they died now. So I'm like, all right, they die with the shirt off and jeans, you know what I mean? Just riding his motorcycle somewhere. I was like, that's fucking sexy. How did you know, by the way? Did you look it up? Well, what happened? No, this is what would happen. People would write in and be like, hey, unfortunately, the pro- this profile of somebody died. And then it sent like the, they'd send the article to be like, yo, here's the obituary. And that's how I found out. Oh, people would like give me information, and so like I was just nosy little shit. Like you had to, but you, you had, you had to, you had Looking to, you had to, bro. you had to, you had to like, and not to investigate so much shit to make sure people like. Sometimes people would say me, tell me shit, be like, "Oh, this person's a really bad guy." Like, how? So I had to go through and read every single one of their conversations, and be like, "All right, is there a track record of them behaving a certain way?" Oh damn! Yeah, because I want to give everybody a fair shake. Because one time. I don't know why I'm just giving away hinge secrets, but it's been two years. But one time, this this girl, like this guy, got like banned. He got completely banned, and he wrote in and was just like, "Hey, um, I think there's a mistake with the app. I was banned from the app." And people usually say that. And I'm just like, "Sorry, it looks like you were banned for reasons." Like he's like, and he says to me, "Hey, uh, I see that, and I appreciate that hinge has a system where you ban people who who are doing bad things. I understand that, but like I honestly don't think I was banned with purpose. So could you please check?" And I just got the vibe. I was like, I should probably check this out. And I went to check and he got he got banned for harassment. Turns out went to the conversation. The girl was just harassing him. Yeah. Because yeah. the girl was just like, you ghosted my friend. Da, 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 da. You used her sexually. And he was like, look, I'm sorry. Uh, who was your friend? I think if I ghosted, I was a shitty move. But can you please stop? harassing me she's like you're a rapist he's like i didn't oh damn so she was just throwing crazy words at him and he's like please da, da, da. and then she wrote the girl the email being like he's a rapist abuser 
but the conversation showed completely otherwise. Yeah, but on his end, I can't imagine begging to come back to a dating app. You know, that happens. That happens so often. <laughs> like to this day, please, on my LinkedIn, please. on my on my LinkedIn, people start me like, "Hey, Tawanda, I know I saw you work your hinge. Can you get me on blocks, please? I need." To. It's like, but you don't. You, you want to be banned from an app? That sounds crazy. No, oh, damn. Yeah, but people, how you? How are people going to know? You know what I mean? Um. You used to tell me to get on Hinge when I yeah, and you were afraid I was gonna read your shit. I was afraid you were gonna read my messages. <laughs> like I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> but why? Would I, the, the question was like, why would I ever read your shit? I mean, you get bored at work. Yeah, I, I, I used I, to work at Discover Card, and I would look up random people's accounts. <laughs> that's fucking. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's fucked up. Huh? I would look up celebrities' accounts. And be like, oh, what, what's, what were they charging? Oh, yo, you know, the one that everyone looked up was, um, who was the guy who was with Nicole Brown Simpson when she. What's died? the fuck is, what's his name? What's his name? Because Kato Kaelin was in the house. Yeah, yeah, so, 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 Ron so, Goldman. Yeah, Ron Goldman, yeah. Okay, but no, but it was Nicole Brown Simpson's. I'm sorry. It was Nicole Brown Simpson's account. And guess what it was? Every, every month she would charge. Or no, every time she filled up uh, OJ's Ferrari, remember she was driving around OJ's Ferrari, she would put it on her Discover card. So oh, that wow. was like the only charge was when she would fill up her tank. Wow. I thought you going to say she was on mad crazy shit, but it's just like, nice. She was just paying. Yeah, I thought her. you were about to solve the murder. <laughs> like every time she charged, every time she charged it, he was like, fuck you, OJ. You can't she kill me. These, she bought these really small gloves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and a knife. And like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other account that everyone looked up was uh, the guy who killed G Johnny Versace. Oh, what's his name? Oh, Andrew Cunanan? Damn, how do you know that name? Because, all right, for two reasons. First There's of all, Nick, play, play, <laughs> Nick, play the song. All right. Yeah. Uh, the first of all, there was an a FX song, FX show called The Assassination of Johnny Versace, and it was about Andrew Cunanan. It was about his whole shit. Yeah. Secondly, uh, Back on America's Most Wanted in like 96, 97, Andrew Cunanan was like number one because he was a serial killer and it, he scared the shit out of me. And then thirdly, <laughs> and we're playing this song in the song Bad Boys by Shine. Play that shit. Uh, Shine says his name and his name is just fun to say. Andrew Cunanan. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, Very good reasons for remembering his name. Yeah, because Shia, Shia was just like Andrew Cunanan ass niggas, and I was like, who the fuck? And I was like, oh, it's Johnny. And then, yeah, that's why I know about it. Because Andrew Cunanan also was like, you know you know what he was doing, right? Yeah, he was um, acting like he was uh, rich, basically. Yeah, he was a sugar baby. He was like a little gay. He was like a, he was a gay prostitute. Yeah, sugar yeah. baby. He was like, he's like, I get like, so you date these dudes that were in the closet who had a lot of money. Oh, and then he would use right. take their money. Then he just killed them randomly. Yeah, because he was because he'd get like mad or whatever that they didn't want to claim him publicly. And then, but he also had weird resentment issues about like being in yeah. the closet himself. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was like out, but not really. So it was just, like it all culminated him just killing people, left and right, left and right. So that's the whole Gianni Versace. That's how I know. That's like Andrew Cunanan. He was he was some shit, and it was like the dude from Glee played him in the show. I forget which one, but oh yeah, yeah, uh -huh. yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why. I know, I know, so I know, I know a lot about Andrew Cunanan. I know a lot. He's like half Filipino, I think. It was a good uh, series. It was in the same vein as that OJ one. Is that it was, no? Because it, it was the same. It was the same. It was the same producers. Okay, yeah, it felt very much like that. Where you're like, oh shit, oh no, you know what happens, but you're like, what happens, you know? Yeah, it's because you get to see people like, all right, this is what they were thinking, what their thoughts, were. and it's like they just play that weird like 
ominous music and had the camera shots are just like this is oh, so yeah. this is so tense like this the shot of oj going to the funeral and everyone's just staring at him just like oof and they overly did all the kardashian the kardashian involvement you know like every every single show the kardashians you're like you know they were not messy. yeah i have a theory about the kardashians and how like oj he didn't sell his soul to beat that case, but he sold the souls of every black of black males that associate with the Kardashians. Cause like he beat, cause he he got he got he beat that. But every black person, every nigga since the since him that's talks to the Kardashians, their life has just been like destroyed. Yeah. So I think it's like he there's a trade off. It's some it's some it's some demonic shit. I can feel that. Yeah. What do you guys think uh, Kanye's next move is gonna be? I don't, I don't fucking know. I can't, I want to care about him so bad. I just, I just can't anymore. You want to care? Oh, I want to not care. <laughs> I haven't cared. Why not? What you mean? Like, cause he's yay. Like yay. Like I was nothing about that. Yay's made so many great songs. It's just, no, it was just crazy. And he's like, you know, bipolar. Yeah. Maybe a little, like, maybe on this, maybe on the spectrum a bit, like. I've been very hyper aware of that lately. Be like, he might be on the. I think he's on the spectrum somewhere. It's just, but like, I don't. I was. I almost want to say something. It would have been so mean, but like, I'll say it. But like, imagine like a rich, angry, autistic person who has all the power in the world. Yeah, not gonna do good things. Yeah, why does that mean? Because it's just I don't want to make because I said I almost said the other word. But I was like, oh, okay. okay. That's I, say that. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. But it's like no, I've been I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Just like how many people are probably on the spectrum that you don't even realize it until like. But it's like why does such a why they acting like this? And it's like oh because they they it's hard for them to figure out why not to act like this. Right. So yeah, I think if he was if the same if that same kid was born. If Kanye West was born like in 95, 96, they'd be like, oh yeah, he, he has autism. But when people say on the spectrum, do you guys assume that they're always talking about the autism spectrum? No, it could be the it could be the sexuality spectrum too. Yeah. But I mean in, in well, in common in common in common conversation, I think I assume autism all the time. Would you say Asperger's is is the same kind of spectrum? We don't Yeah, it is. It is, it is. Asperger's is like very, very high function autism, but it has its like it has its thing. Like I say this because because Sam, Sam J told me like yo Tony, you're like autistic. And I was like shut the fuck up. And then I go, I took I took like eight <laughs> tests online, and they were all just like yo go see a doctor, nigga. Did you? Then I told my didn't know. Then I no. Then I told a girl I was dating like I might be a little bit autistic, and she was just like, yeah, I could see that. And I was like oh yeah. no. So I had to like learn more about shit, but, but um. Yeah, I, yeah I think Asperger's is just like very high functioning. It's just, but it has it has its own shit. It's kind of like everybody has a little. Everyone has a little bit of shit. I think everyone's like I think the same way with the sexuality spectrum. Everyone's a little bit off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, did you have you been diagnosed? Are you officially? Nah, nah. I have to like talk to my therapist about that. Like, but it's weird because like I don't, I'm like I'm the type of person that when I learn some shit about myself, I have to tell everybody about it. Hmm. And I don't. Very, I'm not work. very autistic thing to do. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's it's the tis. I'm sorry. That's the tism. Don't worry. It's the tism. Don't worry. The about tism, it. baby. You yeah, gotta convince. You gotta convince Shaq to start his clothing brand back up, but just call it tism instead of twism. 
Oh, that'd be sick. <laughs> you yeah. just a face. <laughs> yeah, but dog. So like, I, lo- I would love to see that logo <laughs> for the tism. Tism, and it works two ways because it could be either autism or astigmatism. So I got, I got both of those. <laughs> like, I'm tism. How, how did you um, deal with that? Were you? Was it something that? Cause I knew someone who got diagnosed with like serious, serious ADD late in life. And it made him feel better about situations earlier on in his life that he looked back on. He was like, okay, that's why that happened. Okay. All right. I would love to answer this question, but this is also a musical podcast. You got to pick a song before I end. Cause you're, you're interviewing me right now. And I really appreciate that. Cause I love talking about myself, but we have to play some songs. We have to pick a song and we can, I'll answer that question. I have to pick a song. Pick a song. Okay. So I I was thinking about this. Being on this podcast intimidates me because I don't know like new music. It doesn't matter. No new music. New music don't matter. We were were on this podcast with Corey Rodriguez singing fucking Sheryl Crow and shit. (laughs) It don't matter. We were in in this bitch like, if it makes you happy, that was us. Don't don't worry about shit. You play whatever the fuck you want because if you don't, I would just get, I'll be super racist and play every, like, I found some, I found, uh, narco, uh, <laughs> I found like narco, what's it called? What's the, what was the word? Mar- I found narco mariachi music. I will just play that nonstop. Really? Cause yeah. that's Columbia. All right. Um, yeah, that's it. All this is going to be a thun, 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 thun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. My favorite album ever is Mary J. Blige, my life. <laughs> that Why so is that funny? Sense. That makes so much sense. Why is that would, funny? Is that because because of course it would be. It would have made more sense if I was like, um, little Kim. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 Mary J. No, Mary, no, Mary, no, Mary J. Blige makes mad sense. Because Mary, Mary J. Blige, Blige is also mind. just like I like because little Kim is just like I'm like I'm fucking. But Mary J. Blige is like I'm so sick of these niggas, dog. Mm. That's some good. I'm angry at the relationship I was in. Music. That's like a fuck. Oh shit. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh my god. Middle aged woman divorced. Yeah. Of course you're gonna let Mary J. Blige. That's that. You're her target audience, dog. Yeah. But think about that. When when this album came out, I wasn't anywhere close to who I am now. I was an 18 year old. I I was play play a song, motherfuckers. By 18, you know, I was like almost wanting to be heartbroken i was like oh i can't wait that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying yeah that's the same shit like you want like i want to be this but you'll play some you'll play some shit off that off that album uh what do you want me to play off of my life i I love all night long all right all right i love every song on the album but all night long is dope why why do you think it's dope uh, just the way it kicks in. So, right, you know, know, at the beginning of the album, there's that phone call with Puffy and he's calling her. He's like, <laughs> yeah. we got to do this shit, Mary. You know, and then the call hangs up. And then that when that beat kicks in, oh, fuck, I just love it. And that was like one of the first albums where I think it was the first album where an R&B singer was singing over hip hop beats. Yeah. So you're sitting there doing this and feeling <laughs> the words she's saying and. God damn, it just hit so much. That tape, I had the tape. That's what's up. So when I knew exactly how long to hit the fast forward button when they, you know? <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. I would yeah. listen to it while I was showering. I would take my little ghetto blaster in there. Yes. Yeah. That's what's up. So you said you were 18 when this came out, and it just, like, just had an effect. You, you wanted to be heartbroken. Like, do you remember like the day you got it? I do. Uh huh. Like, what was it like when you press play on that shit? 
the Yo, first okay. one. Okay, I was at, um, what was the music store that had the word Goody in it? Sam Goody? Sam Goody. Uh, in the oh, mall. Man. And I was like, I want to get some new shit. I got Mary J. Blige, and there was another one, which, uh, you know, doesn't matter because I can't remember it. Um, but I, And then I got in my 87 Honda Civic. Which uh, I, you know, my senior year, a high school. Oh, you was stu- you was stu- you was starting with that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was ninety five. Okay, and I had it don't to- matter. It's still a car. It's still a car in high school. Oh, fu- I'm with you on this. Okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah, don't, yeah don't, absolutely. Don't, don't, yeah, don't 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 diminish yourself. I, I got a I uh, quit playing softball and I got a full time job so that I could get a car, um, and I, I popped in Mary J Blige, and I was like. I didn't even really, you know, I knew what's a 411. I was like, oh, I might like this. Fuck, I had no idea. I, I was falling in love, you know? That's awesome. And like the fact that you took the risk to buy the album, that you, you were like, I kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Yeah. Like that, that's that's what's missing from today, where it's just like, you can. It's a risk. So yeah, now it's like, yeah, you have to go to the mall and look at it. There's probably other albums over there. What year was this? 95. 95. So what other albums were over there? It's like, you could walk, you're walking past like, TLC was out, right? Yo, that album, I I love um, Crazy Sexy Cool. Yeah. That did, you have that, did you have that first or did you have this? Did you have, because uh, I'm just thinking like you were passing through all, because it was that like the 90s and shit. That was a great time for just like, just for like R&B and shit and just like how it was cool. It was real like, this shit's so cool. Now it's not the same, but this was like, it was like you were cool to have this shit. So you had to pick over mad different shit. Right. And, uh, you know, I lived in Utah and it was hard to find good music. Like when we were like in the 80s, I still can't believe and I still thank my brother, me and my sisters, thank my brother all the time for finding hip hop in Salt Lake City, Utah. You know, my brother, he had this book called How to Walk, Talk and Act Like a (laughs) (laughs) B-Boy. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, I feel so thankful. Because what kind of music would I be listening to otherwise? All my friends were listening to like those hair band, music band, you know, like Dee Snider and shit. John Bon Jovi, Poison. I fuck with John. No, I fuck. I fuck. I fuck with Bon Jovi. Don't get the fuck out. That's that's my guy. I fuck with Bon Jovi hard. I didn't feel it though. I didn't feel it in my soul. You, you know? did it when you heard what's it called? What's that song? Wanted. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't feel that shit in your soul. Oh my god, that shit. I'm a cowboy. That was Young Guns, right? Was that? I don't even know. I know the movie. Like, everyone says that movie is so dope, and it's also that's also the coolest name for a movie, Young Guns. But like, I just know the song because it was just like, I think yeah, John Bon Jovi. That. That's where on um, what is that? The Warren G song or whatever, where they say Mound Up. Mound yeah, up. yeah. That's oh, where that's okay. from. Oh, that's, oh shit. I'm about to I'm about to watch that shit. Who was in that shit? Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh my God! And they can play. La- Who would he play? The La Bamba nigga, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't that same character in Young Guns. <laughs> oh, I wish he was. Yeah. La Bamba in he was Young Guns. Ba- he's La Bamba. Oh, everyone calls him his Richie Valens, but everyone sees <laughs> La Bamba. You know, they're like, oh, La Bamba. Um, <laughs> it's him and the big bobber that, that's, that's, that's all, that's, now, now he's got a gun he's shooting people he was with the big bobber yesterday bro <laughs> he was just like oh what up I'm La Bamba he was like hello baby <laughs> but you were talking about Mary J. Blige I'm sorry I got so much. 
But yeah, I don't know how we got here. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just like it, 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 we talk about whatever. We were talking about autism a second. People dying in cool ways. And now we're talking about you in Utah and how your brother introduced you to the hip hop and how like that had an effect. Did it feel like, because in Utah, I'm like, I don't know, but did it feel like just more authentic than that Bon Jovi shit at the time? What do you mean? Like, to me? Yeah. To me? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I wasn't connecting with the hair bands at all. I didn't know why my friends thought that men with women hair and makeup, why they thought they were so hot. I was like, what are you? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it at all, you know? I've always, I've always felt... Guns and Roses, though I've always loved because Axel is soulful. Uh, Axel's very soulful. Even the even this thing, yeah, <laughs> you know, he's very soulful. <clears throat> so I always loved Guns and Roses, uh, and one of my best friends was a huge Guns and Roses fan. All right, yeah, I fuck with Guns and Roses because I found out Slash is half black. I read his autobiography. Uh, greatest drug user. Of all time, that motherfucker should be in like the MVP of drugs. Like he was so good at doing drugs. So Damn. yeah, like uh, like the dude in Rolling Stones. What's his name? The main oh, dude, Keith. Oh no, Richard. Yeah, Richard? Keith, yeah, yeah them, them two were like the top. I think those were the top two drug users in music. And then Juicy J is up there. I think he's number three. Because <laughs> Juicy J, they used to be like, yeah, we'd sip lean all night and then do cocaine in the morning to wake up. Yeah, still alive. He still looks great. I've I've never been able to live that life. I've never, you know, I'm not a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. All right. So we played that one song with Mary J. Blige, and after that shit, like that album changed your whole shit. Did you start like dressing different or acting different? Or you kind of just like, oh yeah, oh man, you guys should. <laughs> I found this. Uh, I posted it on Instagram. This is a while ago, like maybe a year or so ago. I found. I was looking through my old journals. I've been keeping a journal since I was 12 years old, and I was looking through my old ones, and I found my back to school shopping list. Oh yeah. From. Uh, this is like eighth grade and i wanted i wanted the what's the 411 mary j blige look i wanted the new york yankees uh baseball jersey i wanted um the adidas sneakers yeah and i was the first girl at my school to wear the adidas sneakers and then everyone started <laughs> copying me everyone got them, and i was pissed I was so pissed because that look was just so fresh. Is it for a girl to be rocking it? Yeah. You know, it was, it was dope. I wanted those big hoop earrings and I wanted the baseball hat. I wanted the exact look. Yo, there's a documentary about Mary J. Blige and like just hip hop fashion and R and B fashion, how important it was. I can't remember the name. It was on Netflix. Like I mean, a couple a couple months ago, and it's basically just like how I think there was like a I don't want to say costume designer, but the the person was in charge of outfits and shit. Like they knew with Mary, like we have to make her like this is this is the style, this is the aesthetic that she needs to like push her forward because her music is so this. That, like we're gonna dress her a certain way. I oh, think you'd yeah. like it. I think you'd like it. I'll find it and I'll send it to you after this. But you'd right. like that shit. You'd like that shit a lot. They did a whole look for Mary uh, for what's the four one one, and then when Mary when um, my life came out, and when like not gonna cry and all those were coming, it was more glam. And so when Faith Evans came out, Mary was pissed because she was like the label is doing the same thing with her. She had like the same look, you know. She was like, "Well, you need to distinguish us from each other." So there was kind of like a little beef between them at first. I could see that. Also, Faith Evans just isn't as good. No. Like that I, first Faith album, though. I mean, that, yeah, but like I saw the Bad Boy reunion tour, right? 
and they gave her like a 30 minute, like everyone else is doing like 15, 20. They gave her a 30 minute set. And by the 15 minute, everyone's like, all right, you can just, we, we got, we got it. Right. <laughs> like she thought she like, she carried herself like, like you're here for me. We're like, no, we, we want to see, I want to see Mace again. I don't want to see. <laughs> Faith, was like, oh, Faith was okay. Yeah. They had a lot of hope for her. They thought it was going to go much further, you know, and I, my, my money was always on Mary. The whole time. Oh yeah. And Mary, yeah, Mary is just like Mary's got an Oscar, right? Or got, got an Oscar nomination, right? Got nominated. Yeah. yeah she's got an Oscar nomination. She's got, got countless hit records. She goes on, she can go on solo tours. She's sighing about chicken for Burger King, was it? <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> and then yeah, she got divorced and then her she has to pay alimony to she has to pay alimony to her niggas. And I'm just yeah. like, that's when you know that's like that's when you know a woman is rich. When that when that shit happens, I'm like, damn, like I, I feel bad, but it's like, yo, you made it. You got Yeah, money. yeah. You know, just like when I was an eight eighteen and wanted to be as heartbroken her as her, I want to pay alimony one day because yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. Some shit may want to pay this sometimes may want to pay child support. Like, hell yeah, I wanna be mad at my baby. I wanna be mad at my baby mama too. Like, fuck that bitch. But when I got older, I realized you yeah, that's not a good way to live. I've seen Mary Live three times. Word. What was that like? Dope. You know what? The last time um, was in Vegas. It was at um, Hard Rock, I'm pretty sure. And D'Angelo opened for her. Oh, yeah. it's favorite D'Angelo song. It's favorite D'Angelo song. What's, what's your favorite D'Angelo song? Mm, um, the second album, I don't know what it's called, but he's talking about running into an ex. And he's like, dun wonder all this time just how you been i could build on that shit my favorite um but keep up but keep on the story okay so uh d'angelo opens and my friend who i was with wanted to see the show because of d'angelo i was obviously there because of mary mm -hmm. and there was a girl behind us that was just so oh, the whole time d'angelo was that on stage she was like drop them jaws <laughs> drop them jaws the whole time i mean we couldn't even enjoy that shit you know it was like holy shit it was that part was bad but then when mary came on she was uninterested and i was full on into it it was dope so you're, oh that girl that girl behind you because she didn't want to see she didn't want to see a she wanted to see d'angelo's dick <laughs> that's she wanted all she wanted to drop them drawers she wanted him to do like the famous video you know she yeah. wanted to see that shit but he had gained weight by this point oh what year was this Oh, what was this? This was like 2012. Uh, so he was with like, what was it? Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he was. Fat. Yeah, he was fat by then. Like, you, you couldn't. You can't keep up with that body for that long. Mm -mm. That tight. That ripped. No. That shit was crazy. So it's funny that this woman was just sitting there. She wanted. She just wanted to see him naked. Like, I feel like if you. Uh, how do I say this? I think that sometimes if you're a fan and you want to use somebody naked, I think sometimes like celebrities should just have to oblige to that. Not all of them, but someone should be like, all right, here's a picture. If everyone wants to see you naked. Yeah. Just like, just take a vote. Take a vote. It's supposed to be democratic. Like, all right, fine. Here. Like everyone, Chris Evans, his shit leaks. Yeah. And he was just like, hey, sorry about that. I feel like, it, like, yeah, he did that for the people. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I didn't see it, but everyone said he had a big old dick. Yeah, you'll see that. Yo, that's Whenever, it. That's... 
Whenever a picture gets leaked of a guy who has a big old dick, I'm like, this was not a, this was not leaked. This was right. absolutely There's no obstruction. They're just like Ooh. remember remember the picture of Cardi's titty that was like earlier in the quarantine, yeah. and her nipples were like as big as my face. That was the shit. That was the that shit. was on accident. That was <laughs> definitely on accident, and it was jagged edges around the the areola. Yeah, that, was, that, that, that areola was crazy. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> If it's not flattering, that that shit's on. That, what you mean? What you mean? It's not flat. That shit was. That shit was popping. Did you love that? Hell yeah! It was too damn big. Those no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I. You, you might not know, but Nick, I know Nick know, and I know the niggas that listen to this podcast Nick, know. Nick, don't feel pressured right now. Nah, I'm not revealing anything about myself. Not giving, right not giving now. anything, but it's like yo. <laughs> Is the, I'm a real nigga. I grew up watching Havana Ginger, nigga. I know what's on. Uh, Damn, uh, you see, yes, <laughs> big old areolas. That's that shit's popping every single time. You're like, yeah, dude. When I went on my very first date, of fire, huge areolas. <laughs> when I went on my very first date, I was 15, and um, he he was 16. He could drive, and we rolled up to a red light. And some lady flashed us her titties and he was like so young that he couldn't be like, oh my God. He was like, oh my God, she's got the, um, what did he call him? What's the fuck? I used to, what are the big, uh, coins? The silver dollar. Silver dollar. She got the silver dollar nipples. And I'm like, what the fuck? You're on a date with me right now. What are you doing? You know? some, uh, yo, I, I don't take like, nah, all right. I get where you're coming from, but also if you expect a man to see a titty, he wasn't expecting to see and just be stone faced about it. That's psychotic. <laughs> no, that's like it. it I'm, I'm 32. I will react the same way. Like, oh, shit. Like you have to like, look at the it's a it's a whole titty. No, 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 no. This is about maturity. This is uh, this is about if you've been in this situation before, you will prepare yourself the next time because your girl will be like, what the fuck are you doing? What did you just do? Don't ever do that again. I feel like you prepare yourself. I've been with men who have been way sleek about shit like this, you know, way, way smoother about stuff like this because they've been in situations like that before. But an unexpected, I mean, it was, it was nuts. Okay. Nah, Pulling up you, to the red light and just like, yeah, yeah, like you, you have don't have to, to comment on it. Yes, I you, could, yes, I could you, yes you do. Yes, you do. Like, cause the, cause that's why, I, that's why I date queer women. Cause they get it. <laughs> I fucking I am queer. Okay, yes, exactly. that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's why I'm appalled at you because I know, I know, <laughs> I know I'm appalled. How dare you be like? You're supposed to be like, yeah, right. Like, because it's like it's not. He's not gonna go out and like. He's not gonna be like, oh, excuse me. He's not gonna hop out the car while it's running and go suck that titty. That's not gonna fucking happen. I don't care. Don't he's act gonna be like, like oh, shit. don't Look act like that. you want to. Nah, this is my head. Here's a loophole. This is a loophole I learned to do it right. You gotta also if you comment on women, you gotta comment on dudes too with your girl. So she knows it's like it's equal everybody can get it. Like they like talked about dick pics leaking. You ever see Safari's dick pic? No, no. Uh, <laughs> all right, we can't show this part of the podcast, obviously. We can't make a video of this part, but I, you have you have to you have to see this. Like I'm not I, I, no, I, I work. <laughs> Yes, yes, please. We gotta change the song though. We gotta change the song. We gotta have dick viewing music. What's we? What's what's okay? What's a good song? What what do you want to see? What's that little Kim magic stick? (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm doing it. All right, because like so I used to when I worked at uh I worked at, you know, the job I had, um a part of my a part of my job was like banning people for like being like bad actors or whatever. People were like, yeah, this guy sent me a dick pic, this guy sent me this guy. And it's like I'd have to see the shit. And sometimes I'd be like I saw so many dick pics at some point that I was like, I could judge these like, like oh, that one's that guy knows what he's doing. I'm like, this is all he has. <laughs> There's some you're just like, oh my God. Word. And then I saw one of a dude that I saw one comedian get banned. I had to ban a comedian that we know. <laughs> no way. Because he sent a because he sent a video of him jerking off with his face all of it. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> it's a girl was just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you didn't ask for it? No. You don't nah, you, no, she didn't ask for it. That's why it got reported because you get, like if a girl asks for that, you gotta like make sure like three times. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Okay, I'm not, this is about to happen. I'm not playing. Like, all right. I would you be got, terrified if I asked for that, and the guy was like, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" <laughs> you have to because I'm not because she might be like, "I was joking." And you're like, "Oh damn, well that's just out there." Yeah. You know, all right. So let me get. So let me get and that's this. That's right there. The reason I didn't I didn't want to get on Hinge. I didn't want you to see anything. I'm not gonna deal unless you reported some shit. Holy shit, all right, there it is. Show me, show me. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh my God. I showed all my coworkers. I was just like, bro, you see that shit? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's like, I was like. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you gotta tell your girl, like, yo, you see that shit? And she's like, right? This is Zelda. I don't have insecurity about this shit because I know you care about me. So if you see me say something about the other shit, you should be insecure about that at all. Be insecure if, you, if you're around a chick that's laughing at everything I'm saying. That's when you're like, all right, what the fuck's happening? If I see a chick that's if she's laughing at everything I'm saying and she's giggly and shit. Oh, yeah. And she looks when she looks at you, she kind of rolls her eyes a little bit. That's when you should be like, all right, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, I don't like that girl. Yeah. Why she texts you at 1030? <laughs> Yeah, but you. sometimes you see you see some shit. Is there, is there music playing? Yeah, I can't hear anything. Do you hear music, Hasman? No, I don't hear shit. Oh, I'm an idiot. There you go. All right, I'm not bringing. I don't want to bring. I don't want to. I, I was going to bring Dick Pick up again for this, but it's like, nah, it kind of scares me. So. <laughs> But that was Safari, and then like I remember his shit leaked. And when his shit leaked, the whole internet like blew the fuck up. And then he was on the Breakfast Club a couple mo- like a month later, and they brought it up. And of course they're gonna bring it up. Yeah, and it's like most dudes are just like, yeah, you know, big day, <laughs> that's me. But he like his head just dropped. He was just like, yeah, my mom saw that, and I was like, oh shit. Well, his mom knows. <laughs> mom knows. <laughs> I don't want. Uh, uh, uh. Seriously, the mother knows, dude. When my nephew was born, the doctor told them he's got an over. He's got an unusually large penis. Yo, and, if what well, I'm serious, dog. That's that's the if that if that, if that was me, you gotta fucking like. All right, have the doctor write that down. And you like instead of giving somebody like a bank, like you know, like when you get like you hit, you hit certain age parents, like oh, we saved this money for you or whatever, whatever. Just be like, here, we saved this note from the doctor. Like your dick is huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
when you're like 16, 17, you're like, wait, why is this really? This is from the doctor that birthed you. It's like, oh my God. I mean, the fact that I knew, obviously my brother was proud of it. He was telling people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's weird though. Like with the flip side, the flip side can't work. You can't be like, hey, my daughter has the most beautiful thing. I can't, you can't say it. You can't say anything. Well, you don't know, you know, when, when the daughter, that's why it used to trip me out when girls would pose for Playboy and they'd be like, I, I would read about dads passing out the issues, you know, or something. Yeah. I was like, Oh God. I mean, that's like, well, that's not as bad. I think like the dad, cause he's still, like, that just shows that I, when I hear stories like that, I like it. Cause it's just like, all right, that shows that the parent is like, I'm proud of you for excelling in what you wanted to do. <laughs> if the dad's if the dad's passing the issue out, like, all right, you guys have known about she wants to do this shit, and like you support her because she takes it seriously. That's dope. When the dad is like burn burn all that shit, it's like, oh, what did you do to embarrass his family? Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. Back when Playboy was distributed, with, you know, with a glossy, um, dads weren't really thinking like that. You know, dads were like, oh lord, it was it was shameful if you're. Oh, yeah was posed naked you know um so yeah props to the dads who weren't looking at it like that yeah probably just like yo look hey look this is my baby girl next to this article by norman mailer look at that huh <laughs> that was so that, that was so obscure yeah. i'm glad i'm glad you understood what i was saying some people were just, what the, who the fuck is norman mailer google the shit that shit was so accurate but um <laughs> all right some more music shit Oh, speaking of Playboy, I think Playboy also back then it was just like I think maybe the dad was like, if I pass this out, and if I sell enough copies, I can go to the Playboy Mansion. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like it's Girl Scout cookies. Or something. Exactly, like you sell enough copies, hey, you get to go to the Playboy Mansion. And it's like, oh, word, and you get to see, you get to see other girls your daughter's age, and be like, oh, Lord. gross, fucking disgusting. Ugh, ugh, I don't like that shit at all. I don't like the like. I think. What's changed about me is it as I gotten becoming an adult, it's just I realize how weird it is to be like, oh look, this girl's barely legal. And it's like, why don't I ever want to see that? No shit. Dude, are you wearing a Raiders jacket? Yeah, I am. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. Dude, my first boyfriend who I, I'm still very good friends with him now. When I say my first, I was like, you know, my first puppy love yeah. in eighth grade. He had a Raiders jacket just like that. All right. Like when y'all hung out, when y'all hang out, what do you, what'd y'all listen to? When you me know, and him would hang out? Yeah. Um, he's, he produces music. He's really good. And he, um, him and my brother got me really into Keras one. All right. Um, let's play this play. Let's play the bridges over. Word. But yeah. So like go on, keep talking about him, this, this, this first boyfriend in the Raiders jacket. What else about him? Okay, well, here's the thing about him, okay? So he was my little boyfriend, whatever. Um, I came to school one day, and this chick was wearing his Raiders jacket. Hey, that's how I knew. <laughs> that's how he broke up with me. Oh, my God. That's dirty. I get triggered. When I see a Raiders jacket, I'm like, Ugh. you know, I, I, get, I go back to that memory. But I, I love him. We're tight. We're homies, you know. So I have oh, good thanks. memories. I, I appreciate. I appreciate that. I actually got this jacket because like this guy I dated from Utah gave it to me. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 that, that's your plan. Yes, it is. I can't hear it. 
General, General, there it is. Fucking KRS-One, Knowledge Reign Supreme. Over, over. Buddy. Yeah, I saw him in Utah with that friend. And it was... Scott Leroy? Oh. Oh, with, you, with your friend, with your friend. How was that? Friend. And it was the smallest venue. I'm talking, we were like this. You know, and he was throwing out these tennis balls that said that had his signature on them. And uh, my homie, my friend was just, I remember he was just looking at the stage and going like this, pointing at, singing word for word. Every, every fucking lyric, man. It, w- it was a beautiful thing. It was such a great experience. Yeah. It sounds like concerts mean a lot to you. Because I like, just remember that, like just the feeling and the vibe and shit. What's the last concert you went to? Dude, yeah, no, I don't go to a lot of concerts, but the ones I go to, I make them mean something. It's going to be a good one, you know? Shit. Oh, last, I went to Lizzo at, um, I went to Lizzo at uh, Radio City Music Hall. How was that? It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Lizzo for working hard and just like, I feel bad because she got so much hate because she's plus size and white women just love her too much. Yeah, I know. Like, I think yeah, something there's something triggering about seeing white people have too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't I can't like anything. If like, if I see white people enjoying it too much, I'm like I can't enjoy this. And it's not it's because like I feel like you're not enjoying like you can't explain to me why you enjoy it. Like she's like they, they'd say words like empowering, spirit animal, all that shit. And it's just like that's that's not it's not I'm not that's not who a person's supposed to be to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, cultures have spirit animals and shit, so it's just like we don't understand what that. Like we have, we don't say like spirit. Our spirit animals are actual fucking animals, never a fucking person. So right. I, I, I was mad at Lizzo for a while. Like, oh, you make music for white people, but she actually just good at it. And also, I think as also I think it's like because she's plus size or whatever. There's this unconscious bias. It's just like she shouldn't, she shouldn't be confident. Yeah, yeah. And so in that concert, it was just dropped on me one day. My friend called me and was like, hey, I have tickets to Lizzo that I just got right now. Do you want to go tonight? I was like, uh, yeah, I definitely do. You know, one of those things I didn't like um, buy tickets and spend money on it. Or, um, But she was in the news recently because she's like going on a diet or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah and it's been like people are kind of shitting their pants. Look, I... I I had a moment when Adele came out with her pictures where she was like skinny and it's like it it's because you represent you think of them and associate them with this image of someone who's like fuck the image that you that you uh glorify and that you you know hail as as the best thing i'm going against that and i feel good about myself so you associate them with that okay so when you find out that they want to be a part of the ideal that everyone um you know subscribes to it's it feels like a betrayal in a way i don't know why you know i'm not a plus size woman i don't know why i felt like that but i did that makes I sense was- I was upset because I knew her voice was going to sound different. As soon as I saw her slimming down, I was like, it's not going to be the same voice. Mm. What you mean? Her voice is just different. It's not the same. When she was bigger, it was, a, it, I don't know. I feel like it was a richer voice. And now, like, she, she, sang, this... she was on SNL and she sang a little bit. And I was like, oh, that don't sound the same to me. Sounds just a skinny, this is a skinny, the skinny voice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's the difference between a skinny voice and like a bigger voice? Huh? I can't like I can't even pick I, I don't know what you're like can you like even give me an example because I'm sitting here just like huh like Patty uh, LaBelle or um Aretha 
Um, Thank you. <laughs> Aretha is better. Yeah. Yes. It has that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Little, the Zoom like, cut out for a second. What was that? What was that sound? <laughs> it, it's that like sleep apnea. <laughs> voice. <laughs> oh, it's that sleep apnea. Yeah, yeah. Fat. Yo, no, no, no. Wrong. I'm a. I'm a big proponent. I love fat nigga singers, bro. That's my shit. I, 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 I love that shit. I miss the. I, I need. That needs to come back. And yeah, I see. I, I feel what you're saying though about like Lizzo, Adele, or whatever losing weight. It's also because like the way the media discusses, like, oh my god, look at how beautiful Adele is now. It's like she got a big ass head now, bro. It's like it's not. She's just skinny. She looks. She has the same features. The exact she's lollipop same features. now. Yeah, she's just lollipop giant now. head. Yeah. Does the show better? Do you think Luther Vandross's voice changed? I don't know that shit. Like they can. I don't. I don't know, because I just. I've just heard the songs. I wasn't seeing him when they were coming out, so I don't. I can't tell which is a skinny Luther song or which is a fat Luther song. Like I only judge women. I'm sorry. about you, but uh, man, no, that was somebody who I've listened to since she's been around. Luther is. I'm retroactively catching up. All right. But yes, I do also only judge women. <laughs> I don't know too many Luther Brandraw songs. I just know what was that one? Excuse me, Miss. What's that? Or, mm-hmm. uh, what's that shit called? See, can I take you out tonight or something? Yeah, play that shit. Play that shit. We'll play. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go through some genres and shit. Fuck it. Yeah. And then I'm gonna get because trust me, the more music we play, by the end of this, you're gonna tell me some shit about you. I'm like, all right, this is the perfect song. You're like, how did you know? It's because we're playing mad songs. So don't ever be, don't ever shy away from just. Picking a song, just be like, yo, play that shit. Okay, okay, don't. If I even if I say if even if I say like yo, let's say this like no, 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 let's play that shit instead. So don't, yo, we got time. It's fine. We we'll play whatever the fuck. This is good. I'm happy to even see you guys. This is yeah. You gotta come through. We all in Bushwick, kinda, and like I just been drinking tequila, watching videos in my crib. I've been watching Bad Money videos and shit. That's my guy. Who you living with? I just some fucking just regular roommates, civilians. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, they're good people. They're not around too much, but I get to, I just like, I, but they're cool because I can sit down and just scream at them. Like, no, sit. You're going to watch this video. You see how that do rag's moving? That shit was important in 97. Like, yeah. That's, Are they like, white? Yeah. Well, one of them is black, but like, he's never really around. But it's still, like, you know, it's fine. But what about you? Who are you living with? Same. Two civilians, a, a man and a woman, and I don't know jack shit about them. You know? Talk to them? One, one of them. Uh, the other day called up to me because I had a package and he was like, uh, Yasmeen. And I was like, my roommate for three years doesn't even know my fucking name. <laughs> you know, I was like, holy shit. I didn't know your name for like six years. So it was fine. <laughs> That's so true. Oh God. Oh my God. I feel like I should just walk around with a sign that says not Yasmeen. I'm gonna I'm I'm call you as I'm gonna call you guys mean before the put episodes over and then in two days you're gonna send me a Facebook message to be like oh by the way this is my name. and I'm gonna feel so embarrassed because this has happened like six times. Oh my god, yeah. No, the funniest shit. Oh dick, I don't know if I told you this story. This is the funniest shit. We always get into like awkward situations. Like me and you. Really? Like what? Oh, damn. Oh, I know what you're talking about. This shit was so fucking funny. This shit was so fucking funny. I told oh, funny for my end. Oh, no, no. It, no it's in the moment, I was so mad, but I was like, this is so fucking... Oh, this is so fucking funny. All right. So, I had this joke about getting chlamydia because I got chlamydia back in 2000, like, 
Oh, yeah. So yeah, but that was that was a whole. So like, I was just so for a while, I was just chlamydia man. I didn't. That's that was like, I didn't know how else to fucking deal with the shit. So then I was going on a date with a chick. It was fine, but she was just like, "All right, I have the thing where like I can't watch people do stand up because I get anxious." I'm like, "Perfect, I'm gonna tell this joke about chlamydia, and then it'll be fine." So I'm sitting out there, you know, we're talking after the show, and, and it has you. Before the show, he told me that he, he was ha he had a date who was coming to meet him. So I'm watching his set, uh, just assuming that the date was in there and watching <laughs> it too. So go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> and then as he walks out. I could just see in your eyes because I know exactly what you're about to say. <laughs> it happened in like slow motion. I was like, no. <laughs> so bad. It was so bad. And then what it you were like, hey, Max got a joke about chlamydia too. And then the girl's like, chlamydia? And I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> And in my eyes it's just hatred. Just and you you, 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 try, you try you try to like back away. I was like, no, no, you stand there. I was like, yeah, you did that. I was like, no, you. I was like, you stand there. Stand yeah, there. You wouldn't let me go. Yeah, stand there. We're gonna experience this together. And it was and, like a lovey dovey vision when I came out there. You guys were like giggling. Yeah. And like, yeah. Stuff and then chlamydia. I'm like, oh damn. But then it's what. But this but this this was this was this was this was why I was mad for like a week. I was, but. It's what and that in that conversation when I processed it finally, it was just like we were talking and she was like, How could you even I would never I'm just like, bitch, it's not AIDS, relax. It's not AIDS. <laughs> no shit. No shit. And like yeah. we haven't had so we, have, we haven't had sex yet. Like, of course I'm taking care of that shit. So she's like, nah, 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 nah. and I was like, Yeah, it happens. And she's like, That's why like I've only had sex with some like, I'm very selective of who I have sex with. I'm like, all right. Like what well, you have like ten like ten partners. She's like, not even that. And I was like, I can't tell you anything yeah because you because it was like you're like, it was like you, if you've never been to some real shit because now like i'm not even gonna flex that same situation after that i learned like i have to just be honest all the fucking time because I saved, I saved get, yeah so like then flash forward like six months later a different i want to date with a different chick i'm talking to i'm like yeah you know it's like i've just been doing a lot because i'm in therapy now because i was just wilding out i got committed the other day she's like oh my god you you're so honest and she loved it and i was like that so i, I legit every girl i've dated since then i tell like god let me get back like a couple years ago it's not a big oh, deal shit, really? I, I, yeah. I wouldn't bring that shit up i uh, did yeah because like yeah because that's because that's the thing it was just like what it was was um you were very you're very like transparent right you're honest you're honest like you're really honest and like for me I was struggling with transparency for a while. I, was like, I can't truly be the person. I can't showcase every all of my shit to everybody because they're not gonna they're not gonna like this. These are things that I'm embarrassed about. Whoop -de -whoop, whoop -de -wham. And it's just like that. I think was holding me back as like a comic and shit. Because I'd watch you do shit. I'm like, damn. Like you had a joke about John Benet Ramsey being a bitch. I was like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> That's so odd. And I was like, because I was like, damn, just like, I was like, what's uh, what's going on in my like? I was like, because comedy, I was just not doing it right. And I was like, I'm not being honest. And then that happened. I was like, well, I got to be honest. So that story now is just fucking hilarious. Because I now I tell people that, and they're like, oh my god, that's so fucking funny. So yeah, love your spot so hard. Yeah, it was it was fucking it was fucking incredible. Another time I was on a date with a chick, Asian girl came to the show. I was nervous as fuck because you were there. I called you Yasmin. You're like, really? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. In front of the girl, I was like, God damn. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Yeah, we've had some good moments, man. Oh my god. So yeah, I'm gonna be honest. The doing the song for the, the pocket, I was so scared I was gonna say the name wrong. For me, for, for my your, yeah, yeah, because oh. like, you gave me direction on how to say Camille's name. And I was like, I hope, I hope you oh, say. Oh damn! I told him how to say the easiest name. Uh, oh, who's name? How to say her last name? My um, co-host from my podcast. Her name's Camille Theobald, and oh, yeah. say Theobald. And so I told you how to say. It. But Nick, you've never, I've never heard you call me Yasmin. I've never heard you, you know, like I remember. It's one of the, it's it's one of those things where I it was I'd never thought about it before, but now it's like all right, I'm recording a thing. Yeah. yeah. So like, is this is this the right yeah, way? Yeah, that would have been hilarious if you're like, okay, it's all done. Here you go. And you're <laughs> <laughs> welcome to SLUT Housewives, Yasmin Garza. You know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I feel you know it's it's wild, disrespectful when somebody you think knows you doesn't know how to say or write your name. Like my therapist called me Taiwanda and I was just like, bitch. Yeah. I told you all of my shit. It's, you know everything about me. And you call me that. Like now I like what the fuck? You thought this whole time Taiwanda was gonna do some shit. You thought Taiwanda <laughs> had chlamydia. You thought Taiwanda's ex died. You thought Taiwanda was in oh, what the fuck is Taiwanda? I was like, no, nah, you gotta get that shit right. I've exactly, exactly. Only people with um like original names know my pain know what i'm talking about yeah goofy name niggas we, we go through it yeah i mean i wouldn't call it goofy but... i call it it's like it's not <laughs> i mean no i know i know i know i love i love my name but sometimes if you talk to people i'm just like you ever talk to somebody and you say your name and like you see like their whole brain just stop working yes it's it's mine is when they see how it's spelled and they're like what the yeah you know what i mean that's when i see it oh god substitute teachers hell that was hell oh. for me oh same yo same here so like that's why i was just like so now i give people a little bit of just being like because i don't want to be able to see what that's just like my name is this it's like i i mean you know, trust me i love my name i think it's great but if you don't know how to say it the first time i'm not gonna like bite your fucking head off oh yeah same yeah same. exactly yeah some people are just like how dare, like i've been seeing these memes or whatever it's just like make people say your name correct when they first meet you and it's just like calm down bro you're just you're going to 11th grade it's not that fucking so you're going to physics <laughs> class like relax it's like you're not meeting the fucking president you're like it's like I, and i get the sentiment but i'm just like yo the real world people are just like I'm, i have a lot of my fucking mind like i just woke up this shit happened my, I'm bald and kind of. I'm worried about my high. I'm worried about my blood pressure. This, that, and the third. Then I got to see this name that I've never fucking seen before. Right, right. You don't know. You don't know what happened to me right before that. I could have filed for divorce right after. Now it's like, what the fuck? I can't. Right. My, I don't have the mental capacity. Also, I am a white man from a white ass place. This is brand new to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I don't give a shit if I know I'm not gonna have to deal with you regularly. I don't give a shit what you think my name is in that in that two minute exchange. You know, whatever. I give people fake names sometimes. If I know I'm never gonna see, if I know I'm never gonna see him again, I'm like, yeah, my name is Lance. <laughs> I know it's easier, right? Mine's Jackie. That's <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We, we be proud. We, that's what I'm saying. Be proud. Like we, we it's solidarity. It's goofy name, nigga. Solidarity. It's fine. Yeah. Like it's, it's not a bad way. It's just we are who we are. Dude, my mom used to go on the first day of school with me, and tell my teachers, "Do not call her Jasmine. Do not give her a nickname." Your mom was a goddamn gangster. Yeah. Your mom was a guy. Your mom's a your mom's a gangster. Your mom is a fucking gang. That's just awesome. Oh my god. That's just hard. 
Yeah, I know. I just be sitting there like, oh Lord. <laughs> it's nuts, but like your mom was your mom was riding for you. Cause in, cause at the end of the day, she's the one that named you. She's like if anything, your parents gotta answer for that shit. That's why it's I hate more important that. to her. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's why yeah. I be hating about that shit. People be like, oh, the, the, your name is I'm like, nigga, I didn't choose this. Yep. This was this was given to me. I did not make this out. My name's gonna be Tawan. That's not what fucking happened. It just fucking happened. Yeah. That's why, like, oh, I used to be, used to be fucking hell going to like black rooms and shit. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You gotta see Jonathan Gates struggle to say your name. Oh no, no. yeah, I had, know. Because he has no teeth and he's just like pieces of shit and somehow i'm the asshole for having a weird like i'm like that's the word that's the worst thing when some people see your name look at you like you're the asshole for having the name yeah exactly it's like i'm sorry but you know someone who's still making homophobic homophobic jokes on stage is definitely going to be like tripping out about my name you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah yo nick can you play jigger my nigga just for uh i don't i want to say my name is by uh by eminem but i don't want to play eminem on this podcast yet that's we've been clean so let's play jigger my nigga yeah i want to be like playing eminem and shit next thing you know it's like i have a different kind of fan base talking about q and on or whatever That's what I like. I'll give Eminem credit. I like what I like about him is really I like how he realized that a lot of his fans are just racist and he hates them so fucking much. <laughs> like when he raps, he's just like, oh damn it. I, I got all these QAnon niggas. Yeah. I loved Eminem. Man. Yeah. And then yeah. the, the diss track that he had recently, who was that on? Machine Shotgun. Gun Kelly. I wrote Gun Shotgun Kelly. Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly. Um that was fire i, I hated that i hated every part of that shit. <laughs> oh did you why because because like this flow is just so it's like i know because eminem diss tracks used to be like you could hear him in the booth with a gun and they're saying like i i, I fucking hate you like his diss track towards mariah carey yeah yeah exactly that's but he, bullshit. no but no because no because he was because she said it never had sex and he's like no yeah he's like yes we did because i remember we tried to have sex i came early and you were so mad at me he's like oh like, then you know they did yes yeah, so i was like damn dude. I was like, oh shit i want to hear shit like that talking about ja rule he was just like i'm like i hate him with all my heart machine Gun kelly was just like being fucking the beard's weird yeah <laughs> Doing that weird, like drunken master Jackie Chan shit, where it's like you're not taking it serious. No, fuck this young nigga says you were trash. You're like, you can't let a a young white rapper disrespect you. You're the OG white rapper. Fuck you, bro. Go hard. I thought he did go hard. He ain't go hard. I'm a diss track. I like, I I love, I love diss tracks. So do I. I love diss tracks. Okay, what's your favorite? I have. I have anger issues <laughs> and like the diss tracks. I mean, that makes sense that I love diss tracks, you know? What's your favorite one? What's your favorite one? Dude, the whole thing, Ether probably, but the whole thing between Nicki Minaj and uh, Remy Ma. Oh, Remy Ma's diss track was amazing. Oh, ho, ho. she investigated her, dude. She was, she was like doing reporting, asking yes. boyfriends from back in the day about her ass and stuff. It was like, damn, you did some research here. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm trying. I'm trying to hurt. You. I'm actively trying to hurt you. Yes. Like, you ever watch Battle Rap? Oh, I used to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get back. You should get back into it. Cause that's that's literally all it is. It's just them being like, oh, I talked to, talked to your baby's mom. I learned this about you. This about you. I know you work at Walmart now. I know what Walmart you work at. 
oh, also your baby's mom. Here's a video of her sucking somebody else's dick. Oh shit! God damn. Yeah, that's it's like you're exactly right. It, it's yeah. So I recommend that shit. But this track also like all these young niggas, they their diss tracks in like Chicago, the Chicago diss track niggas, they be dissing like drill music and shit. Their disses be so evil because they'll because they'll murder somebody. And then rap about how they murdered that person. Like their gang, be like, oh, this, like it's fucking. You're like, oh, this is scary. Yeah, that's psychotic. You know, that's not that's not fun anymore to as a listener. <laughs> it's still kind of fun. I wouldn't want to be involved in a diss track if I was a rapper. Just like I've never done a roast battle. I would never do a roast battle. You know, yeah, me I'm, I'm sensitive. Dude. I'm so sensitive. Yeah, I would cry up there. You know? I'd get, oh, I'd get so fucking. Because also, you know, if they, if they, if you did one, they'd get racist like immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Mine would be hella racist, talking about my name, um, saying I'm old. Like, all that would be the main focus for me. You know, um, ex boyfriends, shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the shit that'd be like that's kinda funny. Like no one ever mentioned like the Raiders jacket shit, which would be fucking amazing. <laughs> if, that, if that happens like oh, I I get that personally. So that but also the roast battle the roast battle like audiences and shit, it just be strangers. So like you can't say anything too personal because they just like that's they true. Want- that's true. So they want the things that they can see. They want shit about your your horrible haircut or your race or how fat you are. You yeah, know? it's like I don't want to do that. And like, I'm not gonna be friends. I'm not gonna be friends with you after this shit. Fuck you. That's not. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. Yeah. Okay. Oh god. The one. The one. I. The one I did like though was uh, Emily Raskowski versus Peter Martin. Did you ever watch that? Oh. Good. Yeah. Oh. Good. Yo, Emily, because Emily just hated him so much. Yeah, she, she hurt. She, 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 yeah, she hurt his whole. She hurt his whole soul. And I was like, all right, it, that's only, that one. That one needed to happen. I like grudge Matt. Like, just I don't like you, and I need to tell the world why I don't like you. That was great. Yeah, but really roast battles are just like, hi, I'm gonna roast you today. And it's like, that's not. There's no, no passion I in that. Mm-mm. Those aren't even like. Um, those aren't at all jokes that I even appreciate. You know. Mm-mm. Also not clever. I'm also not clever enough for roast battle jokes because people were good at it. It's like, oh, so and so, da 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 da. But no, no, like that's how, how do you fucking do that? Because I'm be like, yo, so and so's a bitch ass nigga because he's a bitch ass <laughs> nigga. If you look at him, just look at him. You do you, you think he's a cool? Do you think that's a cool guy? Fuck him. But that's not gonna fucking work. All right, um, more music. All right, so like when you got to Brooklyn and shit, right? What were you listening to? Cardi. <laughs> what cardi like which cardi was it gangsta bitch volume one gangsta bitch volume two no it was when oh. i moved when i moved to brooklyn she put out invasion of privacy Pri- yes and and that was just i remember being in this apartment and i didn't know anyone here and you know i didn't know my roommates nothing and just listening to the album vibing out and being like this is me okay, I what, am was this bitch. what was your song off of that album that wasn't a single um Nick, do you remember we we drove to a gig together, and you had told oh, me, shit. yeah, uh, you had told me about um, some song that had just dropped from there, and you played it for me. And when she started talking shit about the guy's mom, that she was going to call his mom and tell him she raised a little bitch, I was like, <laughs> I love her, I love her. Um, but let me see the one that wasn't a single. Um. I oh, like Bick. 
What are you gonna say? Huh? What are you gonna say? Is that what you gonna... Yeah, I was gonna say that's what, that's what I was gonna say immediately. But that's too dirty for me. I don't like like straight up. I don't. Yeah, I don't. It's too dirty for me. Um, let me see. There's one about going through your phone. Oh, um, that shit, Cole. That shit's scary. That's a song where she she's singing a ballad about going through his phone. I mean, she, as ballad as Cardi B can do, you know <laughs> what I mean? Um, about going through a dude's phone, and I was just like, yes. And that's why the name of the album is Invasion of Privacy, because a guy will always say you invaded their privacy, but it's like, motherfucker, look at all this shit that I found. But, you invaded my feelings, my person. Still I, 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 look, I would I'm, never ever. Don't go to my. Don't go to my phone. No, you're right. No, you're totally right. No, right. that's Cardi also. B is 25 or some whatever. You yeah, know. But this, the thing is, niggas always say privacy. That's that's the only argument we have. Which one? Like, what? The, the the argument is like, why'd you go through my phone? Why'd you go through my phone? Why? Yeah. Because no, because no matter what, at the end of the day, it's like you went through my phone. No matter what you found, yeah. you went through my fucking phone. And yeah. I, I can act like I am so in hurt and insulted, <laughs> even though I know there's shit on there. And I can just keep repeating that, repeating that, repeating that as I find a way to make it a, a legitimate 100%. argument. You're absolutely right. You are official. You prove you're a man today. Like oh. that's, <laughs> I'm a man. that's what men do. I mean, that's all they'll say is and because they have that one thing to say. You know, and yeah, that's, that's no how, matter that's what how. you caught, no matter what mm-hmm. you found, why you, you went through my phone, you went through, you shouldn't have gone through my phone. No. Oh God. Yeah. That's, um, but that's shit I dealt with when I was Cardi B's age. You know, I would never even be um, talking to a dude who I thought that I had to go through his phone. I would never, you know, be fucking with a guy like that. Yeah, that's real. Also, I think. It, that made me decide like, I just feel like non-monogamous or whatever and just embrace that shit you know what I mean it's be like alright it's from dating somebody I know they didn't I know they didn't other people and that's cool and I could do the same thing and like live instead of being like you're mine blah, blah, blah. that's not that's not where I'm at because emotionally I can't do that shit really not right now I mean like yeah I got I, my ex fucking died I can't be with somebody else after right after that shit so I'm yeah. like so you know, I'm just like I'm not I'm not gonna flex. Like I, I think maybe it's partly an excuse to be like, oh, I can't get close to you because you know I somebody died in my life. But it's like it's just too. I I just don't want all that shit. I look at my room and I'm just like I can I can imagine somebody else just being in it all the time. Yeah, caring about all my shit. You should wear this. I don't know. Like I don't like that you said that. I'm like oh, so sometimes you don't want because you want to be like by yourself and it's the shit. But then you want to be with somebody for like five minutes. That's right. why I think like if I had money, I'd probably go to escort. Mm, yeah. I get too like if I if I fuck the same guy four times in a row, I'm gonna get feelings. That's I, the yes. I don't care if it's the biggest fucking loser you've ever seen. <laughs> like if I if I only have sex with you four times in a row, I haven't had any sex with anyone in between. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. yo, that's yo, yo. Now it's like it's after the third time, and you gotta find you have to you have to go. Yeah, you gotta find somebody else. Like oh shit, like just come here, come here, come here, come here. Oh my god, I almost caught feelings. Oh my god. The, yeah. you know, the, the, pain, the, the panic, the pain. That's you know, I understand that completely. Because by the fourth time, it's just like you start. Because by the fourth time, it's just not good. Or it's not like it's not. It's not good. But it's like by the fourth time, you're like all right, you're gonna have one. You're gonna have sex one time where it's like it's just not good. 
Oh, and yeah. now, he's, now he's left with this person. So all I gotta do is they like, go, oh, so how was your day? And then you start talking, and I was like, you have this whole emotional bond, and like the oxytocin is still flowing, and you're like, damn, I can tolerate this person when we're not having sex. I think I like them more than I should. Now it's like you're all about them and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like um, during the pandemic, I had basically an arrangement with someone where we were like, because you everything was so scary and everything, you know, and so we were like, hey, what if we just have sex with each other? No, no, no. But because we made that agreement beforehand, I didn't let myself emotionally go there, you know? You framed it. Exactly. So right away, it was like, this is what this is. This is what this relationship is. And so going into it and everything, I was never like, do I like him? Am I? There were certain points where I was like, oh, shit, I think, am I liking him? But it was because he was my one person who I was interacting with during, I, I got Corona goggles for a second, you know? Oh yeah. That, that totally happened. That almost happened. I almost got caught up. Um, I had a similar thing, but it was like the arrangement. All right. So I said escort thing earlier because for a while in 2020, I was dating an escort. Like we were just like, like literally like I wasn't paying, but like we were just dating cause she was cool. And like that really helped a lot of my insecurity issues. How? Cause we would talk and she wouldn't tell me like everything, but she'd just be like, yeah. So like I had an appointment, I had an appointment this day and then I did have this day and then, you know, da, 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 da. but, um, yeah, I still like it, but, oh, she made time for me in her schedule. Cause she was very much like, Hey, when are you around? I'm around this day and this day. And I had to go on a road trip, maybe like a week or so. I wanted to see you before all that shit. Yeah. So and it's like, say, oh. when you say insecurity issues, you mean that they revolve basically around like the person not being faithful or not nah, just like insecurity just like as a dude i think it was like you don't want to eat like as a dude it's something i have to get i think i had to get over is like the fear and just insecurity of like you you, you like you like somebody or whatever right and as a dude you're like you fucked somebody else before me or like Fuck, really yeah i think that's the thing I, I i think that's a thing like it's like you like oh my god you like you were doing this kind of thing with somebody else before me. What? And it's like, it's like this insecurity of just like, I'm not good enough or whatever, whatever. But then I did the escort check and she was just like, she was just cool. It was super regular. And we'd have these conversations or whatever. I was like, Oh, word, this is like, this is fine. This is freeing. And the insecurity kind of disappeared. I remember like, even like it affected me in the place of like with my ex. Right. But big thing that I was really afraid of was she'd be she'd ask me sometimes she's like oh so how many guys how many girls have you slept with and I'm just like I don't want to tell you my number because if I tell you my number you're gonna have to tell me your number your number's gonna make, go, make me go fucking crazy I, I can already feel it I was so I was so afraid and then um it, this is the ties everything together so then I remember the last time I saw her right it was Martin Luther King Day last year last time I saw her we were talking. And in the conversation, she was like, yeah, I dated somebody else after you. And it made me feel, that made me feel good. I was like, oh, she's living a life and shit. Then I told her about the chlamydia thing and her eyes got so wide, but we just laughed about it. I was like, oh, I feel free. And I feel, I feel free. And then like our last conversation, I was just like, all right. For, so throughout our relationship, I was always afraid to talk to you about this. I was like, how many guys have you slept with? And she told me her number. I told her mine. And I was like, oh, this is fine. And I felt less insecure. So I think it was like dating the sex worker. It's made me see like it's bigger than just like 
that really surprises me because you're a millennial and all the millennial, like that's something, that's the kind of mind frame that people might, men of my generation have where it was like, fuck, you know, there was so much slut shit. Yeah. Cause I was, cause I, no, cause I was raised by, I was raised and I was around people from your fucking, your, I was around your generation, bro. Like I was around real niggas. Like that's like, that's like that shit. Like this millennial shit is just like, oh, body, like I feel like it's a lot of, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like it's like, I, I got the book Ethical Slut or whatever, Ethical Slut. And I started reading, I was like, this is just rich white lady bullshit. Because mm. the idea of like, hey, we're all free. And da, da, da. It's like, you have that, that that's expense, that's money. Broke people don't think like that. Broke people do not think like, broke people don't, don't think like, oh, I'm just gonna have partner and partner and be like polyamorous. That's mad bread. That's mad, that's mad space. That's a big ass apartment. Yeah. We right. out here struggling. It's like, no, it's just me and you against the world. That's that, but not like so. Like I don't know. I think that like also think some people do that whole sex positive thing to kind of frame that they're not afraid of they're not afraid of sex and they're trying to protect themselves from those emotions early on. But it's just like it's just a shield. It's still it's all still until, until you actually actually deal with it. Because I think like you're just gassed up off the identity. Like oh, I get to tell people I'm polyamorous. I can tell people I'm non monogamous instead yes. of being like. I'm actually cool with somebody I'm sleeping with, sleeping with somebody else. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I don't give a shit if about the people that the guy has been with before me. I just don't want to know, know them. I don't want to know what they look like. I don't want to fucking, you know, um, that's, that's the mistake. I don't want to know shit about them. Um, I had a, a boyfriend once and I asked him about his ex-girlfriend and he was like, I'll never forget the way he described her. He was like, uh, long, dark hair, kind of like olive skin, big Polish tits. <laughs> he said, big Polish tits. I was like, why the fuck would you include that descriptor right there? I, oh, God. <laughs> foolish tits and then the only thing you're gonna do like at least as a as a woman i know that is compare yourself physically compare yourself to the to the other partners and i don't want to get in that you know i don't want to follow that trail i don't want to do that i mean yeah i get that and then that i feel i feel that but it's all the way i see it too is just like because i feel the same way about girls i see girls who like guys that dated before me it's just like well as a dude i feel like if i'm saying like oh my ex was fine or whatever i'm saying like well you're in that league of women like i like i'm describing this girl like oh she's this that and the third and it's like oh well you make me feel because we're i'm with you now not her right exactly that's exactly how i look at it like why do i give a shit about the person you were with before that's why you know i don't i'm i'm surprised to hear you say that that you oh like, yeah because yeah. um I'll tell you my, I like hearing real. I'll tell you my insecurity now is when I date a chick and I see the guy she dated before me or after me and we all kind of just are the same. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh shit. Like, it's like, oh, you didn't like me. You liked my type. Like there, <laughs> there was this, there, there was this period where like me and this other comic, we dated the same two girls back to back. Oh shit! And I was just like, "You fucking bitches!" Like you, you, you didn't like, and I was like, "You just wanted, you just wanted this. You wanted this type of person." That's when, like, and that made me, that made me feel so awful. I wouldn't like but that. Then on the flip side, I thought about this shit. This is this is the crazy. This might be the craziest shit I, I'll say today. 
sometimes I'll look at a girl's face, right? Or just and like if, if she looks like a girl that I've slept with before, I feel like oh I could sleep I could probably sleep with her too. Oh. Cause I know that face type likes my face type. Oh what? <laughs> Tism, baby, yes. <laughs> my face that would never go through my head that thought would never even enter my mind <laughs> yeah well you know on this you're not on the spectrum like that it's cool <laughs> and I'm, I'm the opposite dude if i if something reminds me like i usually go the exact opposite whatever this dude was if i had feelings for you the next guy is gonna look completely different from you he's gonna be a totally different dude that's this okay that's the same well, that's the same thing then because it's, it's still just like i'm going to the same you're going to different like you're, you're finding somebody else to the like the exact like your face type has to be the opposite <laughs> face type it's, is it's opposite. still is it's the face type's opposite that's all you're doing is like i'm going so far away from this yeah. you, fuck a, you fuck a guy with a beard and you forgot it's clean shaven right after it's like that's i feel like it's more transparent the like my face type is kind of like just crazy like yeah all girls look like all like and i think about this i heard this people say this before like if here's a question somebody's asked they're like if all the people you slept with were in the same room together oh, lord how <laughs> long would it take for them to realize why they're all connected oh oh um well they're all comics so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they'll be like, "Who books this?" <laughs> oh my god, yes. That's oh, that's that's funny. That's funny. Who books this? Yeah, but that's my um, New Year's resolution. What I mean, I have all kinds of New Year's resolutions, but that's one of them. What to no, stop? No more comics. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah. But like, I think I did like once. Really? Yeah. And it, oh, well, once in like, I made out with another chick, but it was just like, I don't know. But then it's just, for me, I can't, I just can't. Cause I'm just like, Ugh, I don't want people to know like my whole, like now you see how I write jokes and shit. You see my whole process and shit. Then you're yeah. going to see me on, you see, you're going to see me on stage. You're going to see me tell a joke that I told, like we had a conversation and you see me tell a joke based off that. Kind of, it's like, you weren't listening to me at all. I don't want to, I don't want that shit to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it fucks with you on many levels, you know. Yeah, it is. It does, but it is what it is. It is, you know. It, it is, baby. It is what it is. That's the that's my module. Sometimes it just it's just it's just like that, you know. All right, now the next thing, I'm gonna ask you, what have you been going through in life? You said your resolution is no more comics, right? Yeah. What else has been going on in your life? I want to give you a song. I want to prescribe you a song. I want to be your song sommelier. What's happening? Okay, so. Right now, I'm trying to decide where I'm going to live, okay? I told my landlords many months ago that I was going to move out on February, February 1st. Mm -hmm. so the clock is fucking ticking. And um, I looked at this place in Crown Heights that I really like. Um, it's expensive, but I can afford it. I don't like it the rest of the country. I'm worried about losing my job, my day job. So I was like, maybe I should go to Utah for a little bit. I feel that lonely quarantine depression coming on. And I was in a really dark place the last, you know, quarantine. And so yeah. I'm trying to prepare, right? So I'm like, should I go back to Utah, be with my family, save money on rent, 
or should I get this new apartment, have some independence? It, it would be a place of my own, which is something I've been working toward, you know? Um, I don't, that's the. All right. Basically, it sounds like you're at a crossroads. And this is, but this is, a, this is a crossroads that you had planned because you said you told your landlords way back months ago, I was going to do this shit. You're going to make a decision needs to be made. And um, it can be stressing. It sounds like, you know, they're doing the anxious thing of just like worrying, like if things go left, if I lose my job, would you, would you win? Would it be safer to do this? Would it be safer to do that? And then I think it's important to ask yourself, like, why are you in New York at all right now? Yeah. Because. Um. You know, I moved here for comedy, obviously. Yeah. But I stayed here because when stand-up comedy went away, because I want to be around creative people. Mm -hmm. I still want to create stuff. Yeah. I still want the opportunities. Yeah. Um, so that's why I stayed. All right. Yeah, that's real. And honestly, I think that understanding that. And like just knowing you, you're here for bigger things. It's not just like stay. It's not. It wasn't just stage time. It was to be around an energy that you're not going to feel in other places. Yeah. And I think it's just like that's a and to have that. It's a sacrifice. And so you sacrifice a lot to have that feeling because that feeling is not everywhere. Yeah. So um, with the apartment shit though, I think that it's cool because it's like that's just a, a sign of like you know opportunities a different diff, just different worldview just different like your, your life will change and it'll be super dope so i think like right now it seems like it's stressing you out but it's like this is a very exciting time you're in between two positives in my opinion get to be around your fucking family get to be in, get to be in a new, a new space like that's like that's a that's win-win it's just they're different wins in places so i think you should like you know ease up and not put too much pressure on yourself and um this song kind of helps because like you know the music the, the video like i listen to the song a lot when i'm just like i want to feel relaxed i want to feel like carefree and um this chick's name is ari lennox right mm. and she has a song called new apartment oh shit really yeah oh dope so let's play that yeah. turn up a little bit turn up a little bit and she came from like the Erica Badu school of shit, so so you can kind of hear the air. You can hear, you can, you can hear the influences. And you said like Mary J. Blige with the hip hop beats and shit. This beat's kind of like you know, it's like a it's kind of a throwback. Yeah. And this is just you're saying like it's not, a more expensive apartment that you can still afford is exciting. That's exciting. I mean, that means it's gonna be better. That means it's gonna be bigger. It's gonna be more of this. This part. So basically, yeah. Yeah, and you don't know how many times I took a shower in my apartment here and been like, I can't wait to take a shower in my own place. Yeah, I think that's so big. I'm that's hearing that shower. I'm not seeing someone else's hair on the thing. I'm not, you know what I mean? The, yeah. Their little habits and oh, I just want my own shower. Looking at the soaps they use and you're just judging them. Like, <laughs> yeah, the three I, in one really nigga. Expensive ass shampoo. Are they using my expensive ass shampoo? You know, stuff like that. I just, I can, I can, I've visualized it so many times with the water just hitting my face and me just being like, this is mine. This is all mine. You know, I'm serious. Bring, bring, you know, Nick, bring, you know, bring it back. Bring that song back a little bit. She said, she had one lyric that. I'm being racist, but I think you'd like this part. I might just read the book, don't need no gay 
placebo. Blasalina, El Toro, Relajo. This is a song for you, dog. Nice song. This is oh a song. Oh my god, this, this is, is perfect. Has anyone else had a perfect ass song like this besides yeah, me? Yeah, I, I do. I, I, we do this. I mean, this I'm not gonna. Yeah, not gonna lie. Like we not lyric, like not lyric for lyric like that. This is the first time like lyrics have just been like, oh, it hits you perfect. But that's why I like. That's why the conversation at the end of the day, it's going all these different places. But it's just like it's kind of. It, I realized that with combos. You get hit on two different levels, where it's like the, the like the communication is it's also nonverbal in the sense of like you're picking up on tones, picking up on vibes, picking up on all this shit, and music does the same shit. So I was like, oh, this is this will match that. Yeah. So yeah, this what I think. I think this album too is called it's called Shea Butter Baby by Ari Lennox. It's really fucking good. Oh, trust me, I'm gonna be bumping this song. I am this going. This song. I've been packing and I don't know where I'm going while I'm packing. Yeah, this this song will help. This album's good. This album's good for packing. This album's good for packing. This album's good for being like, I just, I'm just, I'm trying to just do better. I'm trying to just do better shit. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then wait, how much more time is left in the song, Nick? Uh, Three minutes. Oh, sorry, uh, a minute. All right, turn up a little bit until... You could pack. You could pack to this. You could pack to this shit. Just imagine closing boxes and shit. Think about that. This is for you. And then this part's important too. Wait, is it? It's coming. And then I just started thinking about life like I'm lonely. And then I started thinking about my couch and my table and my chairs and all this fucking shit that I have. And it's just like all the furniture you get does not keep you warm at night. Your furniture is not going to fucking have sex with you. Your furniture is not going to fucking teach you how to dougie. It's not going to teach you how to swim. It's not going to teach you how to roller skate. And then I realized, oh my God, I need people. So it. And especially since you said like, you know, your roommates don't know how to say your name and shit. You need to be around people that you actually want to be fucking around because it's the culture. It's the culture. It's the vibe. You want to be you can like you can you can attract that energy. And also when you live by yourself, you can be like, yo, I can have one or two people over and yes. it's Corona. It's safe for Corona. It's safe for Corona. I don't have to let people know, hey, I'm going to be using the deck tonight or, you know. Whatever. Yes, exactly. So this place has a backyard and yeah, dog and shit. all that. Sh- yes, all that shit. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. That shit's going to be. I think that that song and that album will help. And definitely, like, if you like that shit, reach out because I can say there's a bunch. There's a bunch more shit. I will. Very similar to that that I listen to because Mary J. Blige and Erica Badu had such a big effect on so many people like like that like the music today is just it's all like that it's yeah. all an homage to that so yeah all right now here's the final segment uh where we flipped it we flip it and i tell you what's going on in my life oh shit you, you get oh, me a song the pressure again okay it's not see. even pressure don't worry about it i'm holding this orchid that my friend gave me is that real 
Yes, it's real. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, one of them might be dying, I think. But like, I gotta like. But I heard you have to, to take a shower. You have to take a shower and have it in the room and just let it get humid. Okay. It's like a very shady. So I'm just holding it for like you know, because I like it and I, it was next to me and I was high. So I was like, yeah, I want to hold this. So all right, <laughs> what am I going through right now? <laughs> oh, um, so I got. I feel like there's a lot of stuff moving, you know, like. I feel like um, creatively, I'm in a good space mm-hmm. where I can like, oh, I can create and I can, if I have an idea, I can make it happen and just the excitement of that. But what's been hold, what's been feeling weird is just like, I want to date people again, mm-hmm. but emotionally, I feel like I'm not capable of dating like properly. Or dating the way I want to, or it's like sometimes you know it's like you meet somebody and you like them and you fit like you start to figure them out, you start to figure you out, and you can like you send out vibes of like yo, let's hang out, let's do this, let's do that. Like I forgot how to do all that shit. Fuck yeah, I feel all like I can do, all I can say is like yo, do you want to come over? And I don't mean come over and like a, let's let's fuck, but I mean like come yeah. over. Like, I can because I can be comfortable in my space and I can show you myself in my space, but it's just like I want to have that because. It's been moments where it's just like it's fucking lonely. It's just like, oh shit! Like I'm, I did like I, I, I did a thing or I made a thing, and everyone's kind of happy. But it's like it's be- like sometimes accomplishments feel better when the person you're fucking is excited too. You know what I'm saying? Like you fuck somebody and like, they're excited for what you're what, what you're doing. That's dope. No, for sure, man. For sure. Like I had this one time, this, this one girl I was sleeping with, she like we we're having sex, and she was like, "You're gonna do great on your, you're gonna do great on your JFL audition." And I was like, "Shut your fucking mouth!" You didn't like that? <laughs> no, I don't know. I said I, I loved it. I, it. It meant too much. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "I need you in my life forever." Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she had a kid. I'm not gonna be a fucking step. I was about to be. I'm like, I could be a step. I could be a stepdad. That's not gonna fucking happen. It's but- very hard to leave someone who as a comedian it's very hard to break up with someone who believes in you who believes in you and understands that like hey i can't i have to go and do these yeah. bullshit shows yeah yeah but i think um what i've seen what i've been what i've been peeping though some people who have relationships and shit right it's not just believing in you it's they believe in the dream of like they see how far shit can go and understand that like for you to get there and for me to be here, I have to also change with what your, what your desires. Cause, uh, Cause today you might be like, yo, I want to do this thing. And tomorrow you might be like, Oh, I, I got to do this whole different thing. They have to change up. They have to, be able to change up their whole vibe, whole energy for that shit. So some people are like, yo, I want to believe in you and be and stay the same. No, you have to change with me. You have to grow in your own way. It's like, all right, you know, I have these fucking shows all the time. You got to get a fucking hobby or some shit and figure, some, figure out some shit you like. Right. That's you can't just sit back waiting. Yeah, you can't, sit there, you can't just sit there waiting for me or going, going to all my shows. Like, no, fucking no, do something. No, no, saying. no. Because a big part of that is I can't respect you if you do that. You yeah. know, I can't respect you if your whole thing in life is just me. You need to have a passion that you're pursuing, too. You know? Yeah. Or if it's going to be just me, if it's going to be just me, go all the way out. Like I saw a video that was on TikTok that went viral because everyone was so mad. It was this football player's wife. The black dude, girls, one was white because obviously, but like she, she's like, this is okay. This is me 
getting ready. Hey, this is what I do every day. And it was like, she's like, I wake him up at this time. And then as, and as he takes a shower, I cook him breakfast. I do this. I do that. I lay out all of his clothes. Then he go, when he leaves, then I go, I take his clothes. I take his other clothes to like the, to, you know, uh, the dry cleaner. I get the car cleaned. I clean up the whole house. She like she listed every single thing she does. It's like so, so point where it's like when he comes home, like when, before he comes home, I run a bath for him. I put all this shit. I get I get the TV on the right channel. Da 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 da. da. And it was all this shit. I'm like, yo, on the right channel. Oh my god. Oh. But it was just like, but in her mind, it was like, all right. I know he's so dedicated to this dream. This is shit that he could be doing, but it's taking away. It's taking away him doing this will take away the concentration from what he has to fucking do. And that's psychotic, but it's just like they're not gonna they're not gonna break up. No, 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 no. What if they do though? What if they do? <laughs> what is she left with? You know? Her whole life is built around this dude. That's why you have to love yourself before, you know, that I don't think that lady loves herself very much. I don't think that lady even loves herself. If her whole life is built around making sure this man has everything he needs, huh? Oh, no. I mean, I wouldn't want that, but at the same time, I was like, that'd be fucking. Because I was like, I don't, like, I never dated somebody that like would make the bed after I leave. That's fucking insane. No, it's, it's stuff like that. That's thoughtful. There's a difference between thoughtfulness and desperation, you know. And if I was with someone like. Like that chick just waiting for me to get home. Oh, I've got your favorite channel on. I've done all these chores for you. I wouldn't respect you. <laughs> you know? You probably, probably, probably cheese on her, but whatever. But anyway, <laughs> so that was my situation. Um, do you have a song? Yeah. Um, how about uh, B- Unison by Bjork? Oh, shout out to Bjork. I fucking love. No, nah, I listen to her music, but I love the fact that she beat she beats people up. York, Bjork will. I love Bjork. And that's just one more reason why I was like, Bjork, we connect. We are, when she kicked that reporter's ass, <laughs> I was like, dog shot him. Yeah. So much mm-hmm. All right. Cause also, I've been on a very, I've been on a very big, like, just like Euro foreign kick with music lately. Really? God. Yeah. Cause I was just like, I was tired of hearing people who sound just like me talk about my problems because I was like, if I wanted to hear that, I just listen to myself think. I'd rather hear somebody who's like, you know, with like an accent or like who might who describe who knows other words to describe what I'm feeling. Absolutely, yeah. Like I found a, like I found a, Germ- I found a German rapper who I was like, oh, this nigga's nice because he's just like talking. He's talking the same shit I know, but it's like I don't understand what he's saying, but I understand the vibe. Mm-hmm. And that nonverbal shit, man, when that shit hits. It's amazing. Like, I keep talking about, you know, being slightly autistic or whatever. It's not even, like, what I, ha- what I do have is, like, t- symptoms of this thing called nonverbal learning disorder, where it's just, like, I just, I have a hard time reading. Like, okay. But, like, I so what I did was, like, to, I trained myself to overthink and over, and, like, all right, this person's brow moved this way. What does that mean? So, like, yeah. So, like, so now, anytime I just hear some shit nonverbal, like, I, under- I understand the vibe, it just... It feels like you ever watch those videos of people where they get the glasses and they can see colors for the first time. Yes, yeah. yes. That's how it feels. I'm just like I'm, I just felt yes. that. Did I just feel that by itself? I felt the energy. Oh my god, I'm a I'm a person. Yeah, my dad is colorblind, and and we're trying to get him that gift. We're like you know putting in money to get him mm-hmm. those glasses. Um, I love those videos. Yeah, or the babies hearing for the first time. Hearing their mom say talk for the first time. Yeah, those videos are cool too. Oh damn! But I like the colorblind videos more because it's like you see grown ass people turn into children. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. And you realize, like, oh, like, we're still just that. Like, babies aren't dumb. It's just like, like, you could, like I don't know. It's just, it's and a this, lot. It's when they cry, when they're like, oh, my God, this is what the sky really looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw one where he was like, that's what green is? That's green? He couldn't believe, you know? Um, but Tawanda, you telling um, me and your podcast that you're autistic, dude, I'll tell you right now, when I heard you say that, I felt like I understood you better. It makes me, because it makes mad, it makes mad. Yes! <laughs> it makes so much fucking yes! sense. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, it really does, you know? And so I can imagine how freeing it's been for you. If for me, just as like a friend of yours, where I was like, oh damn, yeah, okay. Um, you know, on, on your end, I bet a lot of shit is coming together and making sense, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's mostly just like, uh, I don't know, Sam told me way, way long ago, she was just like, the key to this comedy shit is just like, and the key to growth is that you have to look at every part of yourself and just understand and be, and be fine with that. Because then you can go on stage and you can talk about all the shit in the free, because if you like, if you're not cool, if you're not cool with certain things, you don't know how to broach that shit. And sometimes people see you on stage and be like, "Yo, we know you have more to say. I can, I can see you have more to say. I can see you have a lot to fucking talk about." Yeah. Like it's, sometimes it feels weird. Where it's just like even the name shit. Where it's like you can do a you can do a show and not make one joke about your name. Then you say one thing about it, and you feel the whole audience be like, "Fucking thank you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Because I it's like I knew what I knew it was something, and it's like that's and like understanding that shit. I'm trying to put that together. Where it's like comedy is deeper than just like oh here's a joke it's like all right do i believe what this person has to say do i understand and do i do i care why why is this make why is it so significant to them like the joke like, yeah, anybody can write a fucking joke but say like, why is it matt why is that joke matter to that person so why does it matter to me right what's the context why does this person feel this specific thing now you have me wondering about what i haven't been doing that on stage with what have what is a part of myself that i haven't been very honest about that if I get more in touch with it and accept it, it'll make me better. As a yeah, I think it's just yeah. I think that's that was one that was one of the things about like the pandemic that I really. Um, I'm sitting here being says, "Look, I'm looking for I'm looking for socks right now." So I'm just like, <laughs> I'm trying to socks. find it right. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking in my I'm in my drawer looking for socks, and it has to be Nike socks because I can't wear Nike shoes without Nike socks. So it's just like, but anyway, I was. <laughs> what I was gonna say was um. Nah, it's better to it's better to learn that shit because in the pandemic, since we had all this time by ourselves, all we had was our thoughts and our emotions and like our our memories and shit like that. So now it's like the best time. Now is the best time to just like tap in and figure out I am this 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 whoop de whoop whoop de wham whatever whatever. And it's just like it's 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 super freeing and um I think. It'll make it like it helps you figure out like, all right, now I can be situations where I know they want to hear this this sort of. They only want to hear this, but it's like I know how to say that in a way that's still authentic to myself. Yeah, because my goal is eventually like my goal is eventually to be like I can have a joke about my name that doesn't feel like I'm just making fun of myself. It's like just being honest. Exactly. Like, yeah. Because like it's so easy with comedy when you first start. It's just like oh well, yeah, you're this. Talk about this. Talk about that. And it's just like. Well, Mexican talk about you know everyone I hate when the comic goes up there and says so um you know I'm Indian American and so no 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 it's like 
tell us your story first. You know, you, I don't know. It just yeah, so I'm going to tell a bunch of Indian American jokes and you. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, that shit. And what's super frustrating with that shit too is just like you forget. Like, what took me a long time to understand was um, I get mad at those kind of jokes, but I don't get mad at the thought process because what's happening is people are like they're saying like I'm Indian American, and you can see you, they can see audiences be like, oh, I didn't expect to hear that, or tell me I, I don't know. This is interesting. I never I never met somebody like you before why are you like so what is that like because like somebody like when you meet somebody the questions they ask you when they first see you those are probably good things to say about saying your in your comedy like oh now i know this person but then for but then like you do comedy for a while you're like all right i don't want you to know this about me i want you to know these things about me off the jump out the gate and they're just like what the fuck i didn't need to need i didn't need to hear that <laughs> that's too much like you ever do you ever do a set where it's like you're, you're fucking doing well then you get too deep and you see them like what i didn't yeah you know what i've done that mostly like open mics when i'm going through something and then i hit the mic and i'm just like am i gonna cry oh my god which is amazing <laughs> you know <laughs> somebody, somebody told me like they saw me in the mic and they're like yo i was like is nick all right <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> I was, I was talking. Stuff. I was talking to Carmen the other day. Carmen Legal and I. We were. I laughed so hard when I said this, but I was just like, writing comedy is so hard because, like, when the joke's not funny, it just sounds like a suicide note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just sounds like he's like, oh my god, like, but like, fuck it. I think that that should happen. I think it'd be great to see your comment go on stage and start crying and then make it funny somehow. That's like, you know what? That is my like worst fear. I've actually been like, what if I, has a comic done this? Would I be the first? Would this be, you know? Um, Cause there's been so many times where I've been super emotional, but I've had a show. And so I've had to go on and I make the mistake of if I'm holding my phone and someone texts me about to go up, I'll be like, whoa, what's, what is my ex-husband going to say right now? <laughs> and like, and then I'm like, <laughs> you know, and then they're like, welcome to the stage, Yasmin Garza, <laughs> you know, and so the yeah. whole night's fucked up. That, but that for real, what happened to me multiple times when I was going through my divorce. And so um, I was just on the verge up there, just on the edge, you know. That's funny, yeah, but it's like, but it's cool. Like, it's hard though, because that happened earlier. That happened happened earlier in comedy. So I feel, I told you, I was like, I don't know how to. If this if this happens, I don't know how to talk my way out of this. Mm. Hey, fuck, that's scary as shit. Like, if I start crying, I don't know what to say to make it make it funny again. To make people make people forget that I just started crying. That's fucking horrifying. But then it's like, fuck it. I think that being honest, that, that at the end of the day, we're funny because we're us we're not funny because of what we written we're funny because of who we are how we talk and how we see things this is the, i've watched interviews with people where it's just like i watch people just be mad as fuck in the interview but it's so fucking funny, funny. yeah yep I was, at a, I was at a funeral and this dude got on stage got got, uh, got up and he was talking he was so sad but it was so fucking like, he was just funny yeah and it's I- like so it's like we can we can it's it's fine like we can we can feel everything we need to feel mm-hmm. but um i'm sorry i had to say we got to wrap this up right now this has been great yo thank you for coming to the pod yo, i really appreciate that it's been shit. so dope so good to see you guys and to catch up and everything and i love my song i'm gonna be bumping it i really am i'm gonna hit you up for more too thank you all right also nick i just realized something fat woman voice versus skinny person voice 
the person whose voice changed the most when she got skinny was Monique. That's true. Um. That's true. Mm. So can you do me a favor and just be like oh. Monique saying, it's going gonna, gonna, to gonna fucking happen. Monique saying Yasmin. And getting offended. <laughs> you know, seeing, how, seeing, seeing Hasmin's name. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to everybody, we want to welcome to the stage right now a young woman who's doing her thing. She's been doing everything she needs to do for a while. Everyone, please welcome to the stage Yasmin Garza. Put your hands together, everybody. And he's just like, actually, my name is Hasmin. Uh, Monique. I'm not boycotting Netflix because you said my name wrong, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, word. Yes. All right, thank you guys. And I'll tell people where to find you online, of course. Starts with an X. Everything. Excellent. Excellent. All right, bet, bet, bet. And with that said, uh, thank you guys so much for you know being here. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate people for listening. And until next time. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know. Help us grab your song. Turn the volume up. I suggest.